Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are to wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. November 17th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. KRC crew, before we came on the air, just talking about how beautiful of a day it is and how, like, you need to go golfing today. Get your lessons at Bobby Cook Golf Academy first and then go golfing today. But sheesh, it's going to be so pretty. 60 degrees. I woke up thinking, like, okay, surely there's a catch, right? Like, Got to have like a tornado coming or something later. Nope, just beautiful morning. I didn't check the weather before I left the house. I threw on sweatpants and a hoodie. What need for that? Yeah, I knew it was warm. I saw Jude uh, Jude Redfield, our our friend. He was saying, I think today is a high. 64 degrees at 630 in the morning. The average high is 57 for the entire day. So pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. There's gonna be rain tonight, but who cares? So enjoy that. Enjoy your Wednesday, and happy Wednesday to you. Happy Hump Day. Hope Cats, w- Cats win. Remain undefeated at home. They beat Mount St. Mary's in in dramatic fashion. If you were betting the spread, oh, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. I, I asked both of you all this morning if you all had done something with the cat food. If you've listened to Kentucky Roll Call for any extended period of time, you've probably heard about the Studio Cats. Started with just intern cat. Then there was Nora, who we haven't seen in forever. Right. And then now there's this new one. Very sassy. Yes. Very aggressive. This is clearly an indoor cat to somebody in the neighborhood because this... This cat wants to go indoor. This mother trucker came on indoors today. He He did? He got in? All the way. All the way. I think it was heading back to the studio. And (laughs) I... First off, intern cat wouldn't even dare sniff inside the studio. Much, much more scared. Similar to intern Amber, anything yeah. that has to do with the studio, got to stay away from. Yes. And intern cat, you could leave. You could leave the door cracked while you go get the cat food from inside. Go outside and you feed the cats. This new cat just barged on in. Oh yeah. And so I had to go get my appraisal laser. Because cats love lasers. Mm-hmm. That worked, but I still couldn't like trick her to go, or him or her, who knows what it is, to go outside. I found an empty food. I don't know what happened to the cat food in this place. We had a ton of it. Now there's none of it. But I found an empty cat food container and was just kind of like shaking it around. And although there was nothing in it. And that got the cat outside. Tricked it. What an idiot. Yeah, seriously. I'm actually no quite. No food in there, dingus. I'm quite disappointed in you because that cat tries to get in every single day. And to this point has yet to do it against me. Oh, it can't, it, yeah, it just you. came right. It almost jumped in my car when it, I got w- here. It will. If you're not careful, it will jump in your car. It's, it's happened crazy to me. Cat. Who, I, whose cat does this belong to? I don't know, but I hate it. Not a fan. Man. I kind of like it. It's got some sass. It's got some attitude. Oh, it's definitely got some Thinks sass it's own, and attitude. I bet we could probably just, I bet we could just let it in the studio. The thing would take care of the mice problem in no time. We wouldn't have to worry about scary mice when, when we have to go unplug the internet. Something to consider. Something to consider. Something, now, something to think about. I would worry because if National Lampoon has taught me anything, it's that cats like to chew on cords and could electrocute themselves. So we might lose the internet for good with mm. a cat chewing on cords. Can't have that happening. But could be a permanent solution to getting fixed internet. And getting rid of the cat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hope everybody's having a great start to their day. Pop on by Thornton's to get your donuts and coffee to really get your Wednesday kicked into high gear. As we mentioned, going to be beautiful weather today. You can have the windows rolled down on your way into the office, and you can have the coffee, you can have the donuts, and it can be just an absolutely great start to your Wednesday. Thornton's are pretty much everywhere, and if you haven't checked out their breakfast options, you're missing out. All your preconceived notions of gas station food, you throw them out the window when it comes to Thornton's, and there's a Thornton's pretty much everywhere. Roush was doing a few appraisals in the South End yesterday. Thornton's left and right. Mm, left and right. It's yeah, great. It is great. It makes, uh, it makes it easy if I've got to go get a quick bite or grab a Powerade or whatever it may it's be. It's pretty great because uh, my guilty pleasure is like Thornton's breakfast burritos, and that starts New Year's, so I got six weeks to really like, – it's, it's my guilty pleasure. Thornton's food. Love the stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. Can't get enough of it. I can get – I got a bone to pick with you, TJ. Well, and that being said, we can't get enough of you all on the Thornton's. Text line 502-414-1450. You pick that bone, buddy. What the hell's up with you and your appraising community? What's wrong? (laughs) Raise your damn prices. What do you mean? Raise them. You mean raise the the values? If if people are willing to pay X amount – then the house is therefore worth that much. Worth that much now, but what is it going to be when you don't make your payments and it's foreclosed on and the bank has to sell it two years later? It's their problem, not mine. <laughs> I want my money. <laughs> that, yeah, that, 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 of... that's the tough thing with this market. There's some houses that are going for insane, insane prices, and it's just like I can't find the comparables for this. I get that somebody's willing to pay this. The people will be like, we've got 10 offers. I can show you all of them. I, I've... I try my best generally to meet value. If there's something in the area that's similar to the house, I try to find it. Other appraisals can be more sticklers on it. And uh, this is, especially for some of the older appraisals, these new values are just like, no, no, no. I remember when I was a kid. It's like, no, you got to go with the current market, buddy. So (laughs) sorry, sorry you're having some hassles. But the current market, though, is a booming market. It is. It's it's absolutely bonkers. Still is. catch up. Yeah, hey, you get a good appraisal like appraiser like me, and I'll 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 get it. Fixed. I did. Uh, my realtor said the last four homes have not met appraisal. Jeez, that he's either been purchased. I'll bought, say this: or sold. it's more of a pain in the butt for appraisers appraisers when it doesn't meet value for what it's worth. Oh. so so like, I don't think they're doing. I, I, I don't think I, I don't saying. think they're trying to like. I don't think bring out Jones some U, gotcha girls. I don't think it's like a U of L fan out to get you or anything like that. Good. So, what, just got to get it appraised again, or what's the what's no, the next hoop? Just, it's just it's just annoying because the person uh, did the thing where it's like, oh, we don't have enough for closing costs, so what? we'll just we'll we'll just pay more for the house. And oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of annoying. It's like, damn it, that is annoying. Yeah, yeah. Moving the whole the, moving, selling the whole shebang. Also, that's uh, something like when you buy a house. This, this is something one of my friends, he was like, I did not have this heads up. When you buy a house, that that price, there's a lot of more costs into it. There's the cost of moving. You're probably, sure. You know, like there's closing costs, probably about six grand. There's a lot more cost in there than just, Yeah, oh, if you're well. selling, you need to fix this with your old house. If you're buying, the inspector missed this, you have to pay for that. Like it's all, it's just, it, it adds up. Left yeah. and right. You're yeah. selling, you're buying. You're doing both. There's these hidden things. That's one thing I always say on vacation is I I generally like to pay for my vacations well in advance. So then when the vacation comes, you it's have, like a free trip. Yeah. Feels free. That's a good point. Never. I always, I'm doing a better job now because I'm having to remind myself. 
always take, always forget that like, oh yeah, I'm going to have to eat every meal and pay for it when I'm on vacation. Yep. Like either go to the grocery and do it, or we're going out to eat. And if you're gone for a week, you're, I mean, you're well over probably if you're eating out, you know, you may get to a grand depending if it's just you, maybe not. But if you're paying for a wife, kids, whatnot, it, that stuff adds up. I always forget on vacations, the hidden fees. Yeah, and that's why I like uh, the all-inclusive resort to Mexico. It's great. You, Justin, you've never done one of those, correct? Absolutely, I have. You have? <laughs> I can see Justin. Yeah. All-inclusive. Loving Love, it. Loving oh, I, ball, I balled out my senior year of high school in Cabo. Oh, you haven't gone back, though? No, I need to go back. That's what I'm say. ready to go back. I would have like figured a, you'd be a nude beach guy. I could do a nude beach, sure. But like now you would be the golf – like your one cost that would be just going golfing. That's true. Yeah, I didn't – I wasn't a golfer back in high school, so – that would be an added added fee. I wouldn't be a fan of. But like those aren't that bad. I'm right. uh, I'm definitely more of a like let's only eat out once or twice while we're on vacation. Let's try what? to. Yeah. I, I'm like eat out as much what, as possible. Yeah. Find well, as many new places yeah, that you've never try been. Try new things. Yeah. Do new things. Well, Absolutely. but like the family of four, that was how we had to do vacation. Because if we didn't, then vacation sure. is just you know arms and legs. Yeah. Because it, it adds up eating out. Um, uh, it does. It really it, it does. So you got to make those grocery trips and all that good stuff. I've got a bone to pick with you, buddy. Yeah, pick away. I, I, we need to we need to come to Jesus moment with the Rupp Arena ice cream. Yeah, it's just Lance okay. Ware didn't play yesterday. Mm-hmm. Said he checked off having the world famous ice cream at Rupp Arena. I'm here to say it was okay. He says, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he says, all love. Roush quote tweets it and says, this is the correct taste. Take, okay, is putting it nicely. Yeah, it's just okay. I would rather have McDonald's or Dairy Queen soft serve than McDonald's. So, than so totally wrong. Totally I, wrong. Here's, here's It doesn't have any flavor. It just B- tastes like. BS. It's just the most bland, like, airy. When's the last time you had it? Last year. That was when I tried mm, it had for it, the first time. Uh, you must have gotten a bad batch. <laughs> had it Friday. Here's the thing. Lance Ware's not totally wrong to say it's okay. The thing that makes Rupp Arena soft serve ice cream so special is that it is slightly better than all soft serve ice cream. Yeah. Not significantly better, because that's non-existent. You, I don't think you can get significantly better soft it's serve soft ice serve. cream. Yeah, soft yeah, serve yeah. ice cream is soft serve ice cream. Yet somehow in all the world, Rupp Arena, if soft serve ice cream on your taste scale is a seven, Rupp Arena has found a seven and a half somehow. It is just slightly better than their. Mm. I think it is better than Dairy Queen yeah. and McDonald's. There is something just slightly different about it that makes it a little bit better. No, you don't lick it and you're like, oh my gosh, I've never had a sweet treat that's better <laughs> than this. You lick it and you say, well, it tastes like something. Mm, that is good. I, I think people need to keep their expectations in check that you're not going to have this Moses burning bush, bush experience when you're licking that cream. Right, because it is... It is ice cream. It is soft serve. There's not much you can do to it. But I think what some people, what makes it different, and what I think what you would say makes it better, I think actually makes it worse because oh. it's not creamy enough. It like the, it, it doesn't have the density that I want in my soft serve. I would agree with you that it's, it's a little soft. Air. It's a little softer soft serve. It's, yeah. I would agree with you to that. But very I think light that, and fluffy. I think I honestly prefer, that makes it better though. I prefer the heavy cream from like a Dairy Queen. Do we, are we getting a f- on it. are we getting a flavor variety? Yeah, I mean you get chocolate you or vanilla, like or you, you do the swirl. Can, the pros right. do the swirl. Mm. If you've like, got any class at all, you do the swirl. Like chocolate swirl, just or ch- chocolate soft serve also just doesn't taste like chocolate. So I'm just going to get vanilla. 
every time. I disagree. It tastes like chocolate. I disagree. It's not like rich chocolate. I agree with that, but but it it is chocolate flavor. See, I'm the opposite. If I got vanilla and chocolate, I'm getting chocolate every time. Really? Swirl. Swirl. You get uh, the best of both worlds. The best version of this, though, and they don't do this, is dipping your soft serve into the chocolate. A derby dip. Those are the best. Mm. And then it like uh, calcifies around the outside. Those are, those are those the are best. The best like, uh, and you get in like the bite before it hardens at the top, and it's just so good. You would think after like several years of Rupp Arena ice cream blowing up and turning into a thing. They would have more Rupp Arena ice cream stands. I mean, there's what, two what, in the like, lines just wrap around the damn place? It is so dumb. I get that part of it, you want to keep demand up to, to keep the people coming back for more, but like... Just put one more out there. What's it going to hurt? And people don't want to miss six minutes of basketball to get that ice cream. But when you got like two kids screaming for it, that's what happens to a lot of parents. They have to they have to wait in that long, bleeping line. They get their ice cream and they've missed a ton of game. Why not just have those stands everywhere? Yeah, and also isn't soft serve easy enough to just have people walking up and down? Like, how come they don't have they don't have food vendors? Do is they? that a? I don't think I was just uh, thinking. I don't think that's melt. a thing at college, is it? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know that I've ever vendor? seen a food vendor at yeah. a college game. Oh, U of L games. It's well, like, they, they they did until that Rocket Man stole like what a thousand bucks off of them. Yeah, but I think they're back now. They are back I now. I think they're back. I know the SEC rule is no beer vendors in stadiums, <laughs> but I, you're right. Like I never noticed at Kroger Field people walking around selling stuff. They did. They they, did? they had like cotton candy and stuff. Okay. Um, Just the stuff that nobody wants. Mostly, yeah. yeah. I do. I, you don't Get see as often dice. like a guy walking around with, <laughs> yeah. with like hot dogs anymore. Oh, hot dogs. I missed like the old timey where they had the big contraption and they had a bunch of popcorn and stuff also, like that. Yeah, uh, where everybody was now, everybody specialized in one department. Yeah, you're right, TJ. They used to the carry day, everything. Yeah, be like, mm-hmm. what? What do you want? Yeah. I'll take a beer and a hot dog. Yep. They had it for, like a cart girl, but moving and a boy. Here's my <laughs> question to you too, TJ. When did they get rid of all of the the variety of concession stands at Kroger Field. Every, like, I... I thought they had good variety. But that's what I mean. Am I just not looking in the right place? I, I, if you know where the... I guess, here... Okay, this makes sense now. Because what happens... Chick-fil-A is by the opposing section. Okay, all right. I go down by the Commonwealth Towers, the sweet area. Okay. Where they have concession stands. And it's like pretzel, not- hot dog, nacho. Yeah, like and, that's your options. And on the other side, it's mostly the same, but there's there's a few. They're, little, they're just uh, more hidden. I just got to find them. Yeah, is what you're th- saying. there's a few hidden little okay. places there. I think the end zones are your best because we've been stuck with well that one six zone. inch day old Subway sandwiches. So I've been you know snacking at the concession stands at times. That's what they're giving you all. It's so bad. It's, it's so always bad. been terrible. I, whoever's in charge is just. I, I know we're talking. We're flipping back and forth, but. Just we talked about it the other day the the Rupp Arena floor, the 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 lack of ice cream stands, the small concourses. What are they doing? I don't know. Like what what during all these renovations, what can they say definitively? Hey, you fan, right now your experience is better. They haven't even put in internet. There was 18,227 recorded people in attendance last night. That was tickets out. I'm sure they weren't all used. Oh, and um, then every, like, I, I don't know. The, the old media members are ticked off at UK for something. Maybe Calipari. They're mad. Oh. Huh. They're mad. Is it about, like, they keep showing pictures of fans? Yeah, they do. But, like, again, why are we showing pictures before 10 minutes before a game? Outside of Jerry? Who, Is it just Jerry? Freaking Larry. Larry and Jerry now. 
Oh, it's the La- Larry's getting in on it too. Yeah. I don't know what. It's Larry but, and Jerry show. But but to that eighteen thousand two hundred twenty-seven, I bet you you get twenty thousand if you sell beer there. Well, that's another thing too. Like, hey, Jerry, Larry, Barry, and your buddy Terry. They why would anybody go into Rupp Arena early, unless you have a kid and they want to watch warm ups? Yeah, there's no reason to be there. Early. There's no reason to be there early, and especially for Mount St. Mary, it seems so hard for them to comprehend. And I know. Jerry's mostly just trolling, which I can respect to some degree. Uh, he does the national anthem. Like, people aren't going through rush hour traffic, leaving work early, leaving Louisville to try to get to Lexington so they're in their seats for the national anthem. If you are, great. If you're not, not a huge deal. And none of them follow up with, like, a picture with 14 minutes left in the first half. You know, where, like, I thought the crowd looked good yesterday. Yeah, uh, and the and the one on Friday was good. It was engaged, and it was from an attendance standpoint, it was a pretty solid number. I don't know how engaged they were last night. It sounded solid on TV. You know, the Chick Fil A free throw contest that always carries through. Uh, sounded solid. Oh, I forgot to listen for that last night. But people just need to kind of. You all find me a place, and Larry, Barry, Terry, Jerry, and get Jerry and Carrie. Gary. You all find me a place where there's more fans watching college basketball in their home arenas than Kentucky. There may be one. I'm not saying there isn't. There may be one. Doubt it. But what you all are doing are, are just mostly overall a big picture of well, people aren't showing up to crappy college basketball games early in the season. Yeah, and uh, 30 years ago they were because they weren't on TV. They weren't on TV. They're on every – every game's on television now. So it's – um either way, though, it was still a fun game to watch. Uh, I enjoy. I enjoyed the, it. The first half much more sluggish than I would have liked, um, and that's not for yeah. At least for the first fifteen minutes, betting or so. reasons or so. But yeah, it was just it was like an ugly fifteen minutes. It, and the thing is, wasn't necessarily ugly. Like UK was playing really well offensively for the most part. Just giving up so many shot like yeah buckets. You they, know, it, just on the other end. Uh, and and here's here's another worry that I'm going to have with this team that I think is long term. Is is like if Oscar Sheboy isn't getting the rebounds, who's getting rebounds? Well, he'll get rebounds if he's in the game. He but, doesn't give anybody a chance to get any. Now he just was stealing some that from Bryce man, Hopkins yesterday. It was he's hilarious. <laughs> there was one Bryce had, and he, and Oscar was just like, I'm gonna uh, best he, I take that. But he had almost half you. of UK's rebounds. He had 16 of their 41 rebounds. Said yesterday he could out rebound Mount well, St. Mary's. On the flip side, though, really him to. he gave one to Ty Ty. Did he? If you all remember, yeah, they rebounded at the same time, and Oscar kind of like let go of it, and he was like, Ah, oh, you can have this one. Well, that was very nice of yeah. him. Uh, maybe he's got something against Bryce. Yeah, I the the. I'm more worried just that dude's got to stay healthy. And I, I I am fine with, like, you need to get him as many minutes and you want the, the chemistry to grow. And it almost felt like a little stat padding last night to some degree. Yep, but yep. if that dude goes down, UK's just boned. Yep. It's over. No it's, way it's around it. Like, we, we, are, we do a radio show every day, so we'll do our best to try to find ways. And Kentucky could steal a game against a decent team here or there, but any big-picture ideas without Oscar are completely and totally non-existent. So I'm not so worried about other people on the team not being able to rebound, because if you have Oscar, who cares? He will rebound for you. And by the way, I, I, I don't necessarily totally disagree with your opinion. I do maybe disagree slightly with the timing, because Keon Brooks played super aggressive last night and was soaring for rebounds. That's what he needs to do every time. Yeah, like get go inside. 
Well, and then, of course, a couple times he'd get these, like, monster rebounds. At one time he went coast-to-coast yeah. and finished inside. He's He is a good player inside. He And I'm all right with the occasional wide-open jumper. He never needs to take a contested jumper again. A they West, don't go a in. West shot clock's winding sure. down, and, yeah. and you got to get a shot off. But, my God, Kentucky's up nine, and it's just like, ta-ta, turns down an open shot for Keon to take a 17-footer from the corner with a guy with a hand in his face. It's like, what are we, what are we doing here, Keon? We don't, we don't need that. Uh, I was, I'm was, i sure some of it is just like, let's let the other guys come along. Kellen Grady doesn't need the minutes, but like he should get the lion's share of minutes at the three. He's just, he's just the best option they have there. Let Keon play four. Oscar's going to get all the rebounds anyway. Keon is aggressive enough. Like, I, I just – some of those lineups where the one that was – one that was like, oh, gosh, what is this right here? Oscar, uh, Bryce Hopkins, and Keon Brooks in with Mintz and Wheeler. And it was just like, what are we doing here? Well, they're trying to figure out stuff for Hopkins. I mean, you still – this is why you do this stuff. You figure That's out true. kind of what works, what what can mesh. What do you think of Hopkins' game? We're going to talk about everything with this. You're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We're jumping all over the place. I know um, I know there was one person that really enjoyed that block he had uh, down the stretch. Wish he might have gotten one more, too, instead of letting that guy get the layup. <laughs> Wait, let's just talk about it. There were some brutal, brutal Ra- beats. Roush had a tough night gambling. Like, yeah, because I was just tough. like, you know what? This team's bad. And listen, they, they were they were. Bad. We're gonna have fun with these these next Kentucky basketball games because if you're betting first half and Kentucky covering, they're probably gonna hit what five out of the final seven in this this boring stretch in November, mm-hmm. give or take. So it's like, all right, you know what? Let's just let's roll it out there, see what they have. So thirteen and a half was the first half spread, correct? Yeah, or, or it was less if you got the if you got the number earlier. Yeah, but line the, opened up at twenty four, got up to twenty six and a half. We'll talk about the betting of that. Yeah. Um, and Kentucky gets fouled or it's out of bounds with three seconds left. You need a three to to cover. And they, they hadn't been close for most of the first half. Um, they were always within like a run away from it, but just wouldn't go on that run because they would give up like a three or mm-hmm. an and one on the other end. It's like, guys, play some defense. Dante Allen, just quickly. He is the best person at playing defense for like six minutes and then just doing something just stupid. I mean, when he rolled over that guy, was my God. And then the the one foul he had where it was just like, uh, no, actually, that was Collins, where it was like, uh, let me come down here and try to contest it and then just run through you and push you out of bounds. Like, guys, what, what are you doing here? But anyways, they need a three to cover. There's not really a play. I thought Cal might use the opportunity to try. And I guess it was a little action. But Ty Ty has a shot. Looks good. Oh, that's the, the that's the excitement of gambling that that tie tie three at the buzzer and then I, I was surprised it took Mount St. Mary so long to foul with fouls to give there but they do with three seconds left I was like all right this is perfect for a three because with only three seconds left somebody's just gonna pull it and then tie tie would be the guy I'd want taking the three mm-hmm. in a situation like that and it looked good on TV comes up just short and then the drama oh, with the spread carries over to the second half. Somebody, Roush, put $220,000, $100,000. Yeah, they, they put a lot of smuckaroos down. What? It's why The Cats minus 24 and a half. Yes. To pay $200,000. <laughs> oh, so yeah, you missed the storylines. You were sweating out just $10 bets. Somebody in Vegas, yeah. I, I bet 50 Whoa. So, oh, Whoa. so we had... 
With seven and a half minutes, Keon Brooks hit a layup to put UK up 31. They had 70 points. Ooh. I needed UK to score 81. Roush got the number at 26 and a half and yeah. at 80, 80 over under. So needed a 27 a point half. win. Oh, and needed, okay. Yeah, and needed 81 points to get over. So it's like, oh, 11 points in seven and a half minutes? <laughs> no problem. <laughs> he didn't score again for four minutes. And <laughs> I mean, it was it was so bad. The the number got down. They were just chipping away, chipping away. There was a lot of fouls. The ref, they became the ref show in the final two minutes or so. Oh, and you had all the scrubs. In. Mount Mount St. Mary's goes to the free throw line. They start covering that guy's twenty four and a half point spread with a minute fifteen left, and that's when Zam Payne and Co come in. It's like, oh gosh, this guy. I mean, he's got to get points from them if they want to have a chance to win. Well, what happens? Zampane goes to the free throw line, knocks down a couple of free throws to cover that 24 point and a half, 24 and a half point spread. And then on the other end, gets a steal, goes coast to coast, and gets a layup. Kentucky's up 27. They're covered for everybody. We're all happy. They got 80 points. It's beautiful. <laughs> and then Kentucky gives up just a, a layup. So, stuck on 80. Less than 27 game. I mean, the SVP right there. So that's, that, uh, that's tough for Roush. Yeah, that was a super bad beat. You t- lost both bets by a total of two points. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Wild. That's it. Well, uh, I mean, I guess if you want to throw in the the first half bet, that was five. You, yeah, so you, five you lost three bets by five, five points. By five points. I mean, Vegas is good, man. Ooh, They're really good, man. But you know what? If SVP, if it, like that's, I'm sure. Do a I think he's on off Roush, on SVP. Tuesday nights. I think he could have a good beats for our two hundred twenty thousand dollar better because yeah. having Zan Payne go out there yeah. and score four points in the final minute, like Zan Payne, good for you, buddy. Good job. Were those Zan's first career points too? Could be. Don't know. Was he the little severe wheeler looking kid? No, that's uh, Kareem Watkins. Oh, who, I like him. He's a uh, DJ. Zan Payne's uh, Dante Allen. He looks like gotcha. Dante yeah, Allen. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, Zan, that was, no, he had one point, or no, he had two points in uh, 2020-21 last year. So, not his first career points, but close. Yeah, I'm a little surprised early on, and we need to go to a break here. It does, I don't, I don't know. Davion Mintz didn't get a foul call early on in that game, and he did something that I don't know if he did at all last year, just kind of went missing. Like, you can tell he was super frustrated he didn't get that foul call, and it seemed to go to his head. He didn't get a ton of minutes. It almost seems like Cal kind of knows what he's looking for mostly in his rotation, and we still have to scratch our heads at what's going on with Toppin and when he'll be back. Lance Ware, we know that he's just going to be a backup five, and his minutes will be strictly – determined on foul trouble and, yeah. and injuries and, and stuff then, and stuff of the sort. But it seems like Cal kind of knows like the guys that he wants. I'm still going to give Mintz a pass because I think he's going to be in that fold. But only nine minutes for Allen. People are going to have a lot to gripe about this year with that because well, I don't think he's going to see a, a, a great uptick in numbers. Because, or in minutes, I should say. I mean, what he comes in, misses a pretty easy shot, then airballs uh, one. But he, he, he kept shooting, hits a three. It's just some of the defense. Like, it was a two. There are, oh, they did count it down to a two. Yeah. But th- there are times where him, and really Mintz too, because Mintz isn't the best on-ball defender as well, where it's like good defense, good defense, good defense, good defense, good defense, and then just 
Like, uh, how are you going to work that hard just to blow it down the stretch? That's the part that I that I don't quite understand. Yeah, I actually was I was that was a silly mistake on his part. But I thought he hustled well. Energy was good. Spacing was good. Uh, off balance a little bit on his first three attempt that maybe grazed iron if it touched anything at all. And then he came back the next almost the next possession, maybe the possession after that, and knocked down that long two that we all thought was a three, but ended up he uh, he had like a half a foot on the line. So it wasn't as close as even I, I thought it was looking at it in real time. But I, I'm I'm not so much worried about Dante Allen not playing. I don't care. Yeah, I like Dante Allen. And when he comes in the game, there's a three-point threat that very few teams in college basketball have, at least in terms of the, the clip that he can hit at. But I also realize he's not a good defender. And there's other people that deserve minutes, if not just as much, but more. I'm more worried just about from the moans and groans from UK fans. Well, that that stuff can seep into a locker room, and it can get annoying. And it's led by just kind of some clueless media members. That's more what I'm worried about. Yeah. Not not so much like him not playing Kentucky will be if, if, because because this is like a artificially inflated absolutely like as is the Rupp Arena seats thing. Yeah. All this stuff is just made up. It's not real. It's made up. It is real that Dante Allen's not getting a ton of minutes. It is made up in people's heads that Dante Allen getting more minutes equals Kentucky being a better basketball team. Yeah. yeah. You all have no clue. Yep. You have and, and, no clue. And in fact, the like the outrage at it and the making a bigger deal of it is just reinforcing Calipari's belief that he shouldn't take guys from Kentucky that aren't bona fide guaranteed. Oh yeah. Go, you yeah. Know, like, that's like, actually, a, that's an amazing point. And that needs to be, that needs to be shouted from the rooftops is the more that you all act like loons with Dante Allen, the less likely Cal is going to take kind of those frit. Are they Kentucky caliber? Or are they not Kentucky? Yep. Dante Allen defensively isn't power five caliber. He just isn't. Yeah. He's not. Offensively, he's good enough to play at Kentucky. Uh, he's good enough to play anywhere he wants. I just worry it, the more that if this turns into something, and I'll and I'll in in full full disclosure, I didn't see too much griping about it. Did see some, some worse than none, but let's not let that turn into a bigger thing this year mm-hmm. uh, because there's so much to like about this team. I'm not done. I'm not done with them. Not no, done with them. No, we got more we to got, talk about. Oh yeah, there's we, one need, player in particular too, Oscar Sheboy. No, we need to. We'll, we'll we'll get to that. We need to talk football too, but we'll we'll get more basketball. A lot of texts into the Thornton's text line. Keep them coming. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. You're listening to KRC here on Big Exports Radio. Bro, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Cal's great again. This team's about back. This is the first time in nine years he has had a team lose three in a row. That is pretty unbelievable. Yeah, it is. That is unbelievable. <laughs> like this, it, just saying it out loud, I, I feel a little spoiled that we've reached that point. Um, and I'm down. But at the same time, like, hashtag perspective. Perspective. <laughs> No three-loss skids this year. 
Nope. That's a KRC guarantee. You Just can take skin that marks on the at Assembly Hall. Yeah. Suck it, Hoosiers. Negative. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, ninety-six one FM, fourteen fifty AM. It's your Wednesday edition. Text in to the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four. 1450, 502-414-1450. I'm sure a lot of these Thornton Texers will bring up points that we are planning on making later on in the show or have on the back of our brains as is, and maybe even a few takes that we strongly disagree with. Roush, or how mad are you about the officiating last night? Completely hosed in our own house. We must riot. Man, there was one charge call in particular that made me very mad. I forget which one it was. Was but it the one that uh, that Kentucky took? I think it was Mintz. It wasn't that Kentucky took. It was I think that was actually the right call. And I thought in real time that it was a that he was outside the restricted area, and turns out he was not. So yep. credit to the refs for that one. That was that was a good call. There was one when UK was driving to the left end. So in the first half, I think it was Ty Ty that had an on ball guy that should have been an and one. It was either him or Severe, and the dude just flopped. I mean, it went flying like. Four feet back, you know, one of those yeah. real big slides, and it's like the ref just like, yeah, it's like, God. Just. Yeah, that was even kind of like a little bit of a late call for something that was that had the the impact happened, and there it seemed like there was like two seconds, and then the ref did make a very emotional charge call. <laughs> You're right, that one was very annoying. Um, no, we don't care about the officiating and 25 point wins doesn't really matter. All that being said, though. Mount St. Mary's commits seven fouls. Kentucky commits 17. Do you think that had anything to do with the fact Kentucky was up by 30 most of the game? Yeah. Anything to do with maybe, that? Maybe, maybe. Which kind of drives home my point even more that refs are just kind of inconsistent and they play to the environment oh, or the are... setting, the scenario more than they play to the rules of the law. College basketball officials are the what, – what They're like flight attendants. They're like the boxes on Mario Kart. Like if you're in seventh place, you're going to get a lightning, and oh, that's a good, that's a that's a and, good comparison. And, go and be able to come back and get into first. Like that's just how. Same thing with the NFL blitz. When you used to play NFL blitz, oh, if you were down big, you got the like, other team started turning the ball. Yeah, over yeah. Left like right. that's what the refs do. That's what college basketball officials we, do. We had a we had a name for that, and I can't say it on air, but it was the F factor. Oh, the the blankage fear factor. The blankage factor. And the more, yeah, and it would just be the most ludicrous things in blitz. Like your quarterback would throw the ball and bounce off somebody's helmet like six times, bang, bang, it, bang, bang. just to be like <laughs> intercepted. But it was intercepted in the end zone, so it was already a pick six or something. You just have the most outlandish. But I tell you what, anybody listening, you could get the business in blitz. Same with Mario Kart. Wait, we haven't had this discussion about NFL blitz. Yeah, I would. Oh, I would dom- I'm the I'd best. I dominate you, and you could even get your best I, friend. I'd get I'm, my two. We'd run twos, and we'd just take you to pound. See, I didn't, I didn't play that much twos, but twos I never were so much fun. I never lost in NFL blitz like, to the point that people wouldn't even play me anymore. Yeah, I would. I would. I would. Okay, I would, good. I, I would smoke you. Finally, I've got in, I've got in sixty four. Do you have in sixty four? Yeah, I don't have that game though. I I, I okay. should. Uh, we can get that set up. That'd be a, <laughs> that'd be a that'd be a great time. Oh, twos in college, as you could probably imagine, would get heated. Shockingly. Oh, shockingly. Because, gosh, it was great. And well, then and then sometimes there'd be in-team drama where you'd be like, you, you're messing up. You, it's your fault. Did you all do the thing? Like, was there at least enough sportsmanship that you didn't just tackle the receiver as soon as the ball was in the air? Or was it no holds bar? Because you can, if you're playing. Oh, no, yeah, anything wins. Anything goes? Okay. So okay. you didn't do that? 
Well, because that was part of the fun. You had to, otherwise, it'd be too much scoring. Well, but sometimes you wanted to play. Like I would try to play interception. Like you'd get like Deion Sanders. Yeah, and you know, understand. So that's I see. And it just gets boring if it's just like I'm just going to tackle uh, no, every single time. It gets hilarious. The mo- like when gosh, and sometimes you would get the occasional blowout and blitz. If somebody was just bad enough, you would. Yeah. And yeah. seeing that person just literally not be able to co- make a completion <laughs> was pretty fun because yeah, you just yeah. tackle the guy that they were going to. Nick, every did time. you did you gosh. play NASCAR games? and go the right way, too? Oh, gosh. No, did not play NASCAR games. I don't think I ever owned a NASCAR game. Those were always fun back in the day to just play play with a buddy. He would go forward, or one of you would go forward, and the other would just drive backwards, take out the field. Oh, man. But you'd have to, <laughs> but you'd have to communicate so you didn't guess, hit each other. Yeah, like, I've played a million arcade NASCAR games. I guess yeah. that's the same principle. I've never, I don't think I've ever gone backwards in that one. Yeah, that's the, that's the best. Um, Until the later games, and you couldn't do it anymore. Underrated NFL blitz play is Turmoil. Oh yeah, great turmoil is a great play in uh, Blizzard too. I forget what the name of the across. one that you do the lateral. That one was always a good one as well. X cross or something. That would just would... give you enough time to let somebody go deep. The secret of blitz, I'll give you a little, like you just you really should just be throwing a hell mary every time. Yeah, or running it or lateraling. Like there's yeah, yeah like because the, the quarterback run, you just hit the spin button. Like that that sound too was so awesome. <laughs> If you could get far enough, if you could get enough time to get your receivers down in the end zone, it was probably four out of five times going to be a touchdown. Maybe three out of five, one out of five, an interception, and then one out of five, just an incompletion. But 60% for just a touchdown on one mm-hmm. throw, pretty damn good odds. So uh, we got to get, you, you gosh, know, let's get Blitz you know, back, baby. You know what really shows my versatility, too? I'll bring it into the studio. I, uh, <laughs> I learned how to play it on PlayStation, but am also That's weird. good enough to play it on the N64. That's weird. What about like a stand-up arcade machine? How would you be on that? That's like one of those horses in the Derby that like used to they run the wrong turf. way or something from oh, like, like Europe, England, and you're yeah. like, how is it going to react to Churchill Downs? And then it ends up coming in like 14th or something. Like, didn't matter. But hey, I figured it out. The arcade is different, though. I haven't seen one of those out in the wild in a lot, but that's just more difficult because of like the you, joystick and, and, stuff. and pushing multiple buttons. Yeah. You know, like, I actually saw one a couple weeks ago. Still a good time for really? like the rare mm-hmm. occasions I've played it. But oh, man, I could, to, I, I could talk. Blitz, I could talk Blitz. It's a great, great video. Well, that's game. so weird that I didn't know that you were a big Blitzer. I always thought you were a Smash guy. Oh, I'm both, but like I suck at. Smash. I had to play more of that because I was so good at Blitz that like people yeah. wouldn't play me, and that isn't me trying. Like that sounds very arrogant to say, but. No, it happened. It's in 64. Who cares? Yeah. Be as arrogant as you want. <laughs> you know who I don't think can be very arrogant today? Who's that? Is uh, Damian Collins. Hey, did he start, by the way? No. I missed the start of the game, but he was in pretty early. No, Keon Brooks started. And he didn't. I think this is what we're going to get with Collins this year, though. Like, there's going to be games Absolutely. where he's just dunking on people and blocking third, shots. Third college basketball game, you know? And then there's just games where it's like, all right, he played 15 minutes and scored two points. Yeah, he he's... Tell you what, if Brooks plays like that, Brooks, you won't ever have to worry about coming out of the game. And that if you play like if you play that aggressive, again, let's take it easy with some of the long jumpers. But and I used to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt on that, but now we've seen what he can do inside, and we can see what he's do what he can do sometimes when he's wide open. Just don't settle for when a contested long jumper, for the love of Pete. Anyways, with Collins, this is what I kind of liked about him though, is that played 15 minutes in a blowout win, didn't look amazing. You move on to the next one. He's get he will get better and he will grow each and every game. That's the beautiful thing about it is Kentucky didn't need to rely on him yesterday. They didn't they didn't have to have him go in there and figure things out. 
You didn't have to rely on him to get a few rebounds. It was just all but, whatever you got out of him. And same with Hopkins, too. I think there will be a time where they need to, though. I mean, now. Maybe. Like, I, I, I'm sure that Toppin will provide that insurance when he's back. But. When's that going to be? I don't know. Said he's got a bruised shoulder. Like. Yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't either. He would have had to fall on it. I guess, like, a bruised shoulder could be so sore that it hurts to, like, you know, Raise lift your arm, your arm up and stuff. Head, yeah. But. It, I bet it's one of those things, too. Get, like, you just got to take get time. Back. Get yeah. back. Which, like, if he takes November off, good. Fine. Enjoy it. Have fun with it, buddy. Yeah, guys like Collins and Hopkins. And I, I Hopkins should, I've almost seen, <laughs> this is a, a ridiculous thing to say. It's his third college game, too. I'm excited about a sophomore Hopkins. I think we're going to get it. Yeah. I think we're gonna. I'm not so sure we don't get a sophomore Collins. Maybe it ends up being a blessing in disguise that Kentucky didn't land lively. There's no blessing in disguise there. That no, one no, hurts. No, no, no. no but just, but like, what if Kentucky just returns its front court? It'd be pretty great. Be awesome. Yeah, and it could. It could happen. O- Oscar keeps Oscar. up. Oscar keeps up these numbers. It'd be tough for for him to. Kim Palm has him in the top five of his national player of the year runnings right now. It's insane, and he should be if. He could be able to put up these numbers each and every night. Uh, maybe not the points. Well, how do you feel about his his jumpers? I don't love them. They, they went. They, they went in. Oh yeah, throw, and they were pure as the, the morning. The free throw did. one line he took was nice. Yeah, yeah actually, was I actually think he's, I like him better than his post moves. He's draining them, and his post. Yeah, a, a fair quite, Fair point. <laughs> fair, fair point. His po- when his back's to the basket, it's like he doesn't. I. I the thing about he, he Oscar, likes fa- he's he liked fading away last night. Yeah, and it's almost and maybe like that also he. You know. It's almost like he doesn't have like fluidity and his hips were turning is just out of the question. So he's either facing the basket and shooting or like just shoving somebody to go get a rebound. But there's not a whole lot of yeah. I almost want Kentucky to be like, hey, get called on a few chicken wings just to see you do it. Like just to see you take that drop, you know, to take that drop step. Yeah. And we're kind of basketball nerd talk. But if you get called on some of those hooks, we can live with that because we're gonna need you to not fade away every time. I tell you what Dude, though, the fade the, away the, the touch look touch looked nice. I cannot stand I was surprised stand, by it. I cannot stand fadeaways in the post. I know. Keon Brooks, wait, wait, oh god. But Oscar's a little shorter. Like that, you know, this yeah. is a, this is and I know it, against Mount St. Mary's it's kind of scary to say that. Like you can't finish above people at the rim there. But if he the, can make them, the Keon ones, eleven to fourteen. Just like, guys, uh, you're not in the NBA. Fadeaway post moves from ten feet are just that's an NBA thing. It's not a, it's not a college thing. When was the last time you saw somebody, a college basketball player, shoot a fadeaway in the post, and you were like, "Huh, it's a good shot." And if he just goes towards the the backboard and the rim, he can get so high up that. He's not doesn't have to worry about getting blocked. And two, some of his layup misses or, you know, interior paint misses are good misses where it's it's gonna get cleaned up by a teammate. He'll draw enough attention over where it'll bring Yeah, I agree with you. Just anything go towards the basket. Yeah, you yeah. you were doing well, good things going towards the basket. And, and especially like in Oscar's case, they were talking about the Moses Malone where he would kind of miss a two footer and just get his rebound a few times to pad his stats. Not only are you confident if Oscar misses short that the ball is going to come back to him, but like get to the free throw line, dude. I have has he been to the free throw line? Who's that? Oscar? Yeah. He went two times. He yes, he's been. But not very often. Not as much as you may think. And I 
people the the one person that gets so triggered about us complaining about the officials when he fades away like that You're... understandable that he doesn't get to the line as much yeah. duke was a different story he wasn't fading away a ton against duke he mm-hmm. wasn't he wasn't 11 or 14 in in that game um that being said he still kentucky had i think 46 points in the paint and to only shoot eight free throws Again, it's because they were up by a million. Yeah, just let's yeah. not waste time, Kentucky. We don't. That's that was the officials' mindset. Uh, whatever. Um, I you did I, bring up Duke though. I do have a Tati Washington take before we get into Duke. Okay, because we need Maybe, to talk about the Duke stuff. We got to talk about Duke at the top of the hour because my goodness, I cannot wait for Coach K's retirement party to end in flames. God, suck it, Coach K. But Tati Washington. Just, I've got a quick thing on Tati. It won't take any I, time, time at all, but. <laughs> Is that a chuckle out of Justin? That was a chuckle. Yeah. I love I love those every time. Let's go. <laughs> Not a good player in transition right now, so quit. Yeah. Everything else is I, I love about is I think he's getting better. He's gotten better even from the Duke game defensively. Sure, it has nothing to do with the opponent. Obviously, has a lot to do with the opponent. He's got but it, it he seems like he's taking steps. He'll continue to improve as a defender. Love him as a shooter. I'm almost picturing him at least right now, as more of like an Emmanuel Quickly-like guard in the U.K. offense than a John Wall. Yeah. because We don't need you attacking to nowhere, buddy. We need you shooting because that's what he's great at. Yeah, and the ball handling right now, it, it is, it's out of control. It's a little sloppy. Yeah. needs to tighten it up, no doubt about it. And guess what? While Quickly could get inside and have the ball in his hands. Shoot those floaters. But he wasn't the most – that wasn't his Correct. bread and butter. And it wasn't like he was going to try to take on three guys in transition. And it seems like he doesn't love giving the ball up in transition. It seems like the one thing he should be doing in transition right now is giving the ball up. But, but – get, get the ball up and then go get your butt to the three-point line and Wheeler will find you. Wheeler, he's awesome. This team's going to be so likable just because of the way they play. Like Oscar and Wheeler, while they will have their fair share of mistakes here or there – how can you not just love watching those people play college basketball? Yeah, and they I, enjoy it, and they're good. I heard a uh, a stat last night. I don't I don't know how reliable the source is uh, that gave me the stat, but that Oscar has more rebounds through the first three games of his career than any other Wildcat, and Severe Wheeler has more assists through the first three games of his career than any other Wildcat. Yeah, I think I saw a stat. I don't know if it was like in the last 20 years or maybe. It was 25. It was the last 25. But, yeah. Only two players have had more rebounds in a three-game stretch in college basketball history, mm-hmm. and one was Michael Beasley and the other was a guy named Blake Griffin. Yeah. Also, Michael Beasley gets a lot of – cracked on a lot of jokes. Dude was awesome in college. He was so fun to watch. He was so good. That, that Kansas State team was awesome with Pullum and uh, – And they were just kind of like the bad Walker. boys of the Big 12. Oh, yeah, you know? man. They were, they were a lot of fun. That, that was a – so that's pretty remarkable where Oscar is in those ranks right now. As for Washington, I, I'm with you, TJ, on, on like the ball handling and just the court awareness in general. I don't understand kids going from high school to college and stepping on that out of bounds line. The floor's bigger. Like I just don't like just stop stop stepping out of bounds. But that's not true, is it? Floor's ten feet longer. Really? Yeah. I had oh, no idea. Man, it, when you had to, we played in a tournament at hoops. Back in the day, it was a big summer tournament. Um, Hoops was great. Uh, I forget they named it after. It was the Derek Smith Shootout. It was the big summer tour and tournament in Louisville. Every team in the state played in Can't it. Can't say shootout anymore. <laughs> and 
We made it all the way to the finals, played Lexington Catholic, and for the last game, you know, it's like our fourth game of the day, and they put us on the freaking college-sized court. Oh, God. Like, it was just – and our starting center was so tired. He was just like, I'm done, Roush. You're in. And I'm just like, oh, so I've just got to play the rest of the game. Like, this sucks. Is it wider, too, or just longer? Or I think think it's wider because if you look at the three-point lines, they – no – yeah, I think it's a little bit wider. Nothing that quick Google couldn't fix. Right. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to look into this it's more It's definitely later 10 on. feet longer. I can't believe I didn't know I, that. But back to Ty Ty, though, at least in Ty Ty's case, this is like a, you know what, Make if you're making mistakes, at least make them fast. It's November. Try to get it out of your system. That's, so. that's, a, that's a fair, that's a fair but I take. Do, I like Ty Ty. Need him on the court. Think he's going to be a really important piece. I just think in transition right now, he's got a long way to go. Well, that's stuff you can figure out in practice, too. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know long term if he can be a point guard when Wheeler's not in. Oh, he can. Yeah, absolutely. But I think he would go to Mintz first, right? At this at this point, I think he would. Uh, I don't think. I mean, so far, man, the Mintz minute, had the one minutes, possession where he just dribbled for like seventeen times, and then sometimes took I a think Mintz shot. forgets it's not last year at times. Yeah, definitely. I think that's something that he's going to have to overcome a little bit. Where, and I think what you just said was a perfect example of that. Where it was like, hey, give it up, man. Because you are debatably maybe the third best player on the court right now, maybe fourth. You could make a case for second, but you can give it up. Like it'll be all right. Mm-hmm. It's not like last year where you couldn't. You really, really couldn't. All right, hour one, done and dusted. Let's make fun of Duke. We're gonna well make fun, at least talk about because weird stuff. I don't know if you if people are aware of the updates from last night, oh, but we had updates oh, from last night. Yeah, weird little twist. We're talking about Little Duke, right? Oh. <laughs> little Suck Duke would never would, <laughs> he would never, never get in trouble. Give out fake addresses to make sure people don't investigate homes Which is that they've given super away. Super weird. Oh, all of it's weird. Yep. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. We're going to be talking a little bit of Duke. Not little Duke, a little bit about Duke, an hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Great song. Although, bad draw for USA yesterday. Bad draw. That's a bad, bad draw. That's a very bad draw. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roush, you going to Salsaritas for lunch today? Even though it's not Taco Tuesday, I should be going. Because they've got the absolute best. Everything. Everything fresh Mexican. It's Wildly Addictive Wednesday. Uh, a wacky, wildly addictive Wednesday. Yeah, you just go to town on the chips. So good. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Download the app. Going to save you some money. And remember, this weekend, get Salsaritas catering. You don't want to cook. Who does? Let Salsaritas do all the work. And you get to throw away everything away. Boom. No cleanup either. Makes it that simple. That Salsaritas. Deliciously de- delicate. Delectable. Deliciously delectable. 
Text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Let's hold off on the Thornton's text line for a moment because this Duke thing is weird. Coach K's grandson gets charged with a DWI, and Paolo Banchero, probably number one draft pick in the upcoming NBA draft, certainly a top three pick. Banchero. Banchero. He, <laughs> he gets charged with a betting and what was the other word? Aiding and abetting. Aiding and abetting. Aiding and abetting. Very alliterative. A DWI, which most of America yeah. learned was a thing. It's it's uh, mostly... Myself included. It's really just like a state of North Carolina, a few other places thing. So, and that pretty much tells me you knew he was drunk when you got in the car with him and let him drive. So you're getting charged as well. It was two, there's two, I had two schools of thought when I was trying to figure out exactly what that could mean. It was that you admitted to a cop that like, did you, Hey, did you know that he was drinking? Yeah. I was at the party with him. I knew he had had a beer, whatever. I think the guy, I think coach K's grandson admitted to several shots or something like that. So I thought one thing, it could be that, or it could be, it was just Paulo's car. And just because it was his car and you had a drunk person driving your car and you were in the car, it's aiding and abetting. Turns out it was kind of both. Turns out like both those things turned out to be. It was a BOFA. It was a a BOFA situation. Justin? What's BOFA? (laughs) (laughs) Boy, we're dumb. Uh, (laughs) So we find out more details. As the story goes, that's what we learn initially. Paulo plays in the Duke game. They played Gardner-Webb, easy win for them, and he had an okay game. Uh, he had a pretty good game, all things considered. Almost had a double-double, if I remember correctly. No sight of Coach K's grandson anywhere on the bench. He's not there. Okay, that seems to – like, I thought in re- you know, I thought initially, like, assuming there's no funny business here, although there certainly could be funny business mm-hmm. – Paulo shouldn't get any big punishment. That's a dumb law. It's a it's a dumb law. Yeah. yeah. It's a reason it's not a law in a lot of other places. Uh, he may have been breaking the law, some, and some people have the mindset that, well, you know, if you know the rules. Yeah, but this one seems really, really silly. So I didn't have an issue with that. More interesting details come out afterwards. Mm, yes. After the game. Coach K said something like totally different situations. Mm, you, can't, you can't go you can't go by the headlines. And we're in and we're handling this in-house. Of course they are, and they're private, and we'll never have any clue about this stuff. Interestingly enough, though, turns out, as I'd mentioned, it was Paulo's car. Allegedly, Coach yeah. K's grandson was driving it. And he was in the back seat. Which is hilarious. That's to just that's that is weird. so funny. Like that's weird. His, that's not normal. That's not normal. You that's that's so awkward. To that's have a two pledge teammates, driving. Yeah, to have two teammates in the car. But even if a pledge was driving and it was just one other person, you'd you're not be sitting in the, in the back seat. seat. Yeah, you'd be in the back seat. If you and you I had, had a like sober drive women. for our fraternities. That's just not how that works. Yeah, it's not how that works at all. So certainly seems to open up the the idea that. Hmm, did they do the old, Roush, you know your way around a car. Was this a, a simple Paulo in the front seat moves to the back seat, passenger seat moves over to the front seat? That way nobody's got to get out of a car? Hmm. Now, to be doing that at 6'8", that's... That would that, be tough. That, that would be, be tough. tough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. that's weird. That could open that up to it. Or were they playing chauffeur? They could have been playing chauffeur. 
where I'm more interested is the other tweet that this, Sarah Kruger had. This um, this was another interesting is, um, tidbit. A reporter in Durham for WRAL <laughs> says, Court docs list Banchero's address as Leesburg Road in Roxborough, which I found is a business, DreamWorks Motorsports. I called him and spoke with the owner who told me she knows, quote, quite a few Duke basketball players, and she doesn't have any comment. Well, that hmm. would be a comment. So... They create custom cars for athletes. Uh, the Instagram page says, From bulldozers to Bentleys, the most diverse custom shop in America. We buy, sell, trade, and transport cars na- nationwide. They've, they've, they're boasting Odell Beckham. I'd Chip like a King. customized bulldozer, That's please. What I was Touche. Whoever Touche is. Everybody knows Touche. Here's the thing, folks. Sounds like. If a Duke basketball player needs an address and they don't want folks sniffing around where his real address is, they write that one down. Why would they be hiding where his real address is? Well, maybe because it's in a house that they don't want reporters to see like they saw this island's family. Hmm. 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 <laughs> of course. Of course hmm. it's something. Of course. You wouldn't have your address be a car dealership. That is so weird. Hmm. And like, you know, Paulo... Free to have as many cars as he's want. Yeah. Duke is not free to buy houses for their recruits. Yeah, he's also... Paolo's not free to just... Li- is he really going to live at a car shop? What is this, like a 90s movie where he's like a mechanic? They got a know? cot for him in the back. Yeah. At its <laughs> surface, I was like, this is no big deal. Whatever. At the end of the day, do I think anything comes of this? Absolutely not. It's Duke. Oh, we need something to come Nothing's from it. Nothing's going to come we of it. We need never this will, never to does. be what blows the lid off in the whole scam of Coach but K. But then you find out these other tidbits. He's in the backseat of his own car by himself. And then Coach K's grandson's driving around like a lift. That's weird. That's not normal. And then to tell the authorities that your home address is the car dealership, that's weird. Those well, things are, are well, not normal. The, the weirder part is that that would have to be on his license for it to be in the court documents. So, like, there's some hoop jumping through to make it to where. Oh, so that was on his official license. That was I the thought, court documents. I, and I thought it was what he told the police. Well, it, it's not going to, like, they're. He's, they're going to go off the ID. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. True. So. Good point. That's, what's, that's what makes this even weirder. It's like you're actively jumping through hoops. I guess you don't. Do you technically need to prove your address? To have it on your ID, I feel like I've never had any hiccups with no. being like, "Hey, here's my address." You can yeah, say you whatever one you want. Yeah, just get a bill with your name on so it. So I guess they just told the people it. in North Carolina that like this is my address. Also, what? why does he need to have a North Carolina address? Why wouldn't he just have his address at his old house? Why would he have a new ID? Like there, there is some <laughs> very like none of it makes sense. It it's, it's so fishy. They're up to no good at Duke, and oh, well, we need to color get to the me bottom surprised. Of it. Gosh, I just want Coach K, I want his legacy to just go down in flames so going, bad. It's not going to. I know, because he's protected. And even if... he's like, got fart even sniffers if... everywhere. The ACC Network, instead of actually airing games, they just bought up a bunch of time to run Coach K infomercials. It's disgusting. And even if something came of this, I'm sure the media would cover it up enough just to be like, hey, he's on his way out. This is it for him. Stupid. Let's remember all the great things. You know, it'd be, it'd be puke. All right, where are we at on the Thornton's text line? We're at the start of it, 502-414-1450.
Just dropping in to give John a big suck it. The Cowboys are coming in guns blazing on Sunday to smack the Chiefs right in their culture, culturally insensitive mouths. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was, that was a nice little at the very end. I wonder how John's going to respond to that. Satterfield grew up very close to Duke and his family his has family close, so would be the only reason. Don't see it ha this may not have been for us. Don't see it happening. Also, my Lakers need some damn consistency, especially Davis. Need none and Ariza back for D and LeBron for leadership. Yeah, that must have been maybe for beers or spears. Yeah, not used to Lakers today. But let's all cross our fingers for Satterfield to Duke for nothing more than just U of L losing a coach to Duke. Hey, Kentucky lost a coach to Baylor. Yeah. So, you know. It was his alma mater. Had to get closer to home. Baylor better than Duke, but. Still. Hey, we'll take, we'll, we'll laugh when we can. Say what you will. When George was at U of L, he was the master at churning up excitement. He had a vision, bravado. He made you want to be a part of something big. It's currently missing from U of L. Now everything feels manufactured and gimmicky. Man, especially when Fortner was talking, you just realized, like, they used their Lamar Jackson day while he has people that he played against in college still in college. <laughs> so question. weird, man. That, that's, a, that's a good point, too. And you, you did it for a noon game, not on TV against Syracuse. Yeah. So weird. Well, that, that, you know, when you say it out loud – that is bad on Tyrese's part. You you did Lamar Jackson. And I guess maybe he could say, like, we can have several Lamar Jackson days. Okay. Or you maybe. Can do, you can do one more for the statue. But, like, are you going to well, really have. Hey. Are you going to really have annual days for a guy that won a Music City Bowl? <laughs> the Mannings are proven you can do it. I mean, Peyton, he's, he was back at Tennessee. Uh, yeah, you can always do like the Y at Kentucky and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, but maybe Tyre, he just wanted to get his he wanted to get his Lamar wanted, Jackson day in before he's done. They wanted more butts in the seats for what was going to be a terrible crowd. You know that's the scuttlebutt though, right? Yeah. And uh, old Sully was like, I asked him, and he said, "Huh, well, would I be going anywhere?" It's like Sully, they're not going to tell you. <laughs> like they're just going to lie to you. That's not how this works. Speaking of dumb questions. Absolutely love the kid. Jack Grossman of the oh, hyperbole asking ask? Cal about the IU series last night. What? Yeah. No. Did he in person? He yes. went to the game just to ask Cal about the IU series? Yes. Buddy. I don't know if that's the, they, the sole they, reason they, that he They went really there. put it up to him. Though. He he ended like, up he's he's not a, gonna... Cal gave a great quote on Mike Woodson, by the way, Justin, that you should read. Uh, said really nice things about him, so it actually ended up kind of getting some juice out of it, all things considered. But like, they shut up! And they, then our gosh, so does that put me a notch above Jack now? Because we were right there with one another. You're the best producer away. that KRC's ever known. <laughs> the Big X has ever known. You're the best. Oh no, I can't compete with Douglas. Yeah, well, it's close competition. <laughs> one two, huge drop off after that. <laughs> Speaking of which. Trevor went on a huge like UK scheduling rant on the Mike Rutherford show. And they mm. they were making fun of Kentucky's non-conference basketball schedule. Wild, uh, wild stuff. That plays Duke. wild yeah, that plays that on any given year could play Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Louisville, 
then you'll like have Notre Dame be like the offset. <laughs> How I I I, lo- I hope I'll never say it. I will. This is a KRC promise. I'm never ever going to say another bad thing about UK scheduling with Calipari because it just makes so many people upset. I, I, Kentucky has to play every rival ever oh, that they've and, ever and played now, ever. And now they they've got to go to Gonzaga. And now they need to go to Gonzaga. Like who the hell wants to go to Spokane, Washington? Everybody hasn't gone Field. to Gonzaga. Not everybody. The only, all right? the only ones that haven't. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. we're not being bullied into going to a worthless city like Spokane, which I'm sure is gorgeous. Oh uh, yeah, but it's beautiful. But it's a great place. Yeah, but like we're not going there though. But like, why would you want to go to Gonzaga? You get absolutely nothing out of it. You can't even see their. Out of bounds. They've got like the old Florida setup where you can't see the out of bounds line and part of the three point line on the cameras. <sighs> so dumb. And of course, like, of course, Gonzaga, you want Kentucky to come play you all. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you want. Join a real conference, might consider it. <sighs> I, I did like that Tom Hart posed that question to John Sunvald, who just total, like, Ho hum! Like this dude is in play-by-play broadcasting, not in the take game. He was just like, "Well, you know, I understand it both ways." And he didn't even have the good company on, where it's like, you know, you want to play in places on neutral sites because it's where you play for the NCAA tournament. Like that, like that's the easy company line. And he didn't even have that one. Mm-hmm. John Sunval though definitely sounds like an SEC basketball broadcaster though. Just the name or the voice? The voice. His okay. voice sounds like somebody from JP Sports. You I know, mi- I miss JP Sports. Well, Larry Conley, Larry Conley, and, and uh, Tom Hammond. That's a one-two punch right there. Tom Hammond was the man. I was looking at a tweet. Who dat's Cats fan? We don't normally get tweets in the show. I don't want Satterfield going anywhere. I don't want them getting a second chance at Brom anytime soon. I don't either. My dad's been actively cheering for Louisville because he wants Jeff to stay away. <laughs> mentioned that before, but yeah. So good job being Syracuse. There definitely are some whispers that if U of L comes calling again, Brahms coming back. Just because from what I've heard is that the sentiment at Purdue is what what more can I do? Like recruiting this place is impossible. I've gotten facilities, I've gotten a boost in fans. We're winning more. I'm getting solid players, but it's Purdue. It's a tough sell. It's tough. It's, it's a it's a tough sell in a com, in the second competitive most competitive conference. Yeah, luckily on the easier division. Right, right, right. Because like they they've been in the mix for a lot of the years up there until kind of down the stretch. But um, I, I think if the SEC hasn't turned into the superpower that it has turned in in large part because of Alabama, admittedly, then we would look at like the strength of the Big Ten and be like, man, that is dominant. And it really is compared to the rest of college football. The good thing, though, is I don't think they're going to let – I don't think Neely Bindapudi is going to let Vince Tyree make another big hire. Gosh, the, 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 the tide on Tyree is just wild. Also, I did notice that he was always front and center. Everything oh, in the Oh, for Lamar Day. Oh, yeah. He spoke to the crowd at halftime. Vince? Which, no. Know, I get Like, you know, maybe the athletic director should do that, but it's easy to, to have a little fun with it. Boy. Did he, did he have a press conference, too? We're on fire today, Roush. He had a press conference about the press about the press conference. Thought I did well out there, he said. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
A texter on the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450, said, reading the North Carolina law on aiding and abetting a DWI, which I also didn't know was a thing. I'm guessing it was Paulo's car. Could be wrong, though. You were right, texter. Way to go. Yeah. Pat on the butt for you. Or back. Back. Yeah. We're not butt slapper radio, TJ. Come on. Haven't ever been. Our 2023 recruiting class is looking like Reed, Dillingham, and hopefully DJ Wagner in the backcourt. Pretty insane trio guards on top of a really good 22-guard class, sharp included. God. Dude, yeah, that is outstanding. Get rid of Cal. Me, me, me. That's why we can't be losing our minds over Dante Allen because it's so stupid and it's not worth it. And Dante Allen is good. Like, he's a sophomore, technically. Like, he is going to... He missed a whole year with injury. He's going to be fine. Like, he, gosh, he will get his minutes. He will get his time. And there's a place for him. Be like patient. Derek Willis and Dominique Hawkins. Did they come in and play right away? Uh, only when... Uh, was it Briss? Who who got hurt that Hawkins had to come in for? Was uh, it hurt or foul trouble? Well... In the NCAA tournament. Oh. Because he uh, locked up Russ Smith, correct? Well, that was 14. That was, like, and uh, he was the Harrison's. A freshman. Yeah. But his senior year, you know, he didn't play a ton of sophomore and junior year. Yeah, and then he played and his then senior, senior year. And then senior year had a huge role on that on a really good team. Same with Derek Willis. People just need to be patient with some of this stuff. I know that's like this wild, wild concept nope, in the social nope, media not era. happening. Also, I don't – There, DJ Wagner, a recruit that I've got to get. Got to get him. He is amazing. And that 2023 class is – that would kinda, be stupid. That would just be stupid like, good. Uh, Wagner, where it's like – Hey, you've got all the connections. Go get it done. Texture says, honestly, who cares about a 14-point win over Vandy versus a 28-point win? Changes absolutely nothing. Nope. Yeah, I, I do think they're – you're right, Texter. You're, you are correct. I do think there is a sentiment of momentum, though, that like, hey, we're rolling, baby, versus – wait, why did we look kind of like ho-hum against Vandy in the second half? Doesn't really matter. You are right. But I think from a momentum standpoint, people can get caught up on that. And as Lucky put it on 11 personnel yesterday, kind of turned into a practice for Kentucky. They were doing stuff they don't, don't normally do. Like fades to Rasan Lewis into the end zone. <laughs> you know. And some different things. again, everybody's saying that you needed to take out the starters. They they did take out some starters. Yeah. Like Rodriguez did. didn't play for as soon as he got to 100. It's expected to be negative 17 Celsius. You can't do Celsius. Yeah, who the hell you uses can't, Celsius? This is our Canadian listener, oh, okay. and I love this person, and one of one of my favorite texters. But we don't know what Celsius is. We so, are too dumb. All right, here's the thing. But it was 21 degrees, because I looked it up. Negative 17? No, Celsius is zero is 32. It was 21 degrees at kickoff for that game last night. That's all I know. So it would be like negative two, probably. Celsius. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because negative Celsius, negative 17 Celsius equates to 1.4 degrees Fahrenheit. So maybe it was just an off, an off reading. Missed a decibel. Maybe I've read, maybe I read the, the forecast wrong, Canadian text, or I could be in the wrong here. Anyways, yeah. they continue. In Edmonton for the Canada-Mexico tonight. Canada looking to qualify for their first World Cup since 86. Also, if you're looking to bet on a draw, put me down for a 0-0 there. I like that bet as well, and I bet it myself. I did bet Canada to win as oh, well, Canada. so I got that. Canada get, did get the win, so congrats to you. And they are now leading the table. Not not the the tie against Jamaica. Not good for the United Is States. Is this text why you bet zero zero? No. Okay. Well, I just agreed with it. 
It was not why I did it. I did it because I believed in myself. Got to. I believe that we will win. The bet. I believe that we will win. You would think Nil gives us a very good chance to get another year of fringe NFL guys like Bully and Square. Yeah, we kind of talked about that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now, um, another thing I wasn't aware of because I didn't read the 17,000-word profile in The Athletic. Um, not enough time for all of it. But Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowl mentioned Bully quite a bit. So I could – if he does well in these final three games, go into the Senior Bowl and well, tell him to shut up. Being a fourth round pick is still on the table. So, Jim Nagy, don't be so naggy. Transfer portal will be Kentucky's friend. Having some pregame zombie dust for the first time. Go Cats! Man, I- terrible pour. Uh, yeah, that's what the next text in relation to. Blame you for this, TJ. Got about four inches ahead on it. First off, space dust, not zombie dust. Not sure how many times we have to say zombie that. dust is good though. Zombie dust is okay. I like it. It's good. But that will, what a terrible what a terrible pour. Great radio. Uh, Texer, check out this cat's card shirt that Barstool has out with the Wildcat crushing the Cardinal in his hand. I like the graphic on the back. I just don't, don't know. I don't the like front. the yeah. I just don't love don't the Barstool that. in the front. Don't need that. If it didn't have the bar stool in the front, probably would actually also, buy it because the graphic on the back is pretty what's cool. What's the point of having some big graphic on the back? Why don't you just have it on the front so people can see it when they see you? They can see it on the back, too. Yeah, but I want people to... Just you just got to walk away from people, not towards them. COVID. Actually, if you, if you put the logo on like the back near the neck... And then the card, and then the graphic on the back on the front. Yeah, I'd, I'd do that. Yeah, because I wouldn't care if it was on the back of my neck. Right. You know? but I don't need like I don't just don't like a big brand logo on the the corner of my shirt. I think it's tacky. I think it's cheap. And I think people who wear shirts like that are dumb. Man, got to love. Oh, the... I didn't get it, Justin. He's got one of those on his shirt right now. I was <laughs> I was making fun of him. <laughs> Man, got to love the 45 minutes, seven total free throws first half. Can't wait for this 30 free throw <laughs> second half. Hashtag consistency. And how many did they get to in the second half? Uh, there were... Kentucky shot eight. They shot 21. So 29 minus seven is 22. They shot 22 in the second half, yeah. A lot of fans in here dressed up as seats. Should do away with these poopy games. 7 p.m. tip on a weeknight is prime time for a big crowd. I get it if it's late or Friday night, but Lord, do something to get butts in seats. Maybe sell alcohol or something. Well, they should certainly sell alcohol. And again, folks, when we were students, Roush, for these games, there were empty seats. There are more now. There's no denying that. And the capacity is but it's less just people as don't well. need to go to games like they it's used just, to. It's just not what it used to be, folks. And that's how it's going to be. As much as we don't like that. And you have to play crappy opponents. You're going to. You should. And you're going to have ga- you're gonna have nights where the arena is not packed. It's just the reality. And then there will be nights that that place is absolutely jumping. Yep. This is something that we've been talking about for so many years, and people don't understand that we've been doing this for so many years. It's been like this for a while. Pandemic didn't even help it, believe it or not. Why is Cal wearing a Carolina blue and Michigan State green UK pullover like he picked like he picked it out from a truck stop in Nantucket? A great what a what a good truck text. Stop in Nantucket. Secondly, the wife commented on it as well. She said, "Is that green?" And I went, 
I don't know. I think it's it's certainly off. He doesn't need to be wearing pullovers. He needs to be wearing suits. Bring the suits back to basketball. Uh, I watched the end of the Iona game because it was close first. I think I'm just going to be in on Iona. I think I'm – why would I not Pati- embrace Rick Pitino? Why would you know? I, I am. Why would I not embrace Rick Pitino? He did so much for Kentucky basketball, completely ruined U of L basketball, which I'm not even – that doesn't make – I don't care what he did really at U of L. I appreciate what he did at Kentucky. I think I'm in on Iona. He was wearing a suit, just looked Love in it. his element. Love and he, he had a bu- what's that uh, wing foot at the golf course up there? Yeah, yeah. He, he had all like the member. Yeah, yeah, he he is living his best life. <laughs> he's probably thinking like this is the the greatest thing that's it's ever good happened. To hang out at the golf course, have the, have the fellows over. I think he's moved on from being vindictive with the whole stuff. But I was thinking like, man, wouldn't it be cool if Rick Bettino was still really mad at U of L and like when Scotty Davenport left Bellerman, he came and coached Bellerman. And, oh like, yes, like beat U of L somewhere down the road. <laughs> Scotty Davenport's never leaving Bellerman. <laughs> Ever. He's only leaving in a box. <laughs> a lot of fans. Oh, we got that one. Uh, hey, TJ, 20 free throw discrepancy in the Illinois Marquette game last night rarely happens. I'm still laughing. No. It's... Boy. Oh, so you mean there was bad officials who got caught up in a home atmosphere? <laughs> That's our point, Texture. You're making it for us. In the... One week of college basketball games, how many games do you think were played? 300 teams, probably two games at least per team around that. So about 500, conservatively. No, nah, it'd be like 750, 800. You found, one, you found one game where there was a free throw discrepancy as big. Hmm. Good job, buddy. Good job. Another texture says, we attempted 10 threes tonight. That should never happen. Play to this team's strengths. I don't get the text. They want more threes. Hmm. Like 10, 10 threes. 40%. 40% yeah. is pretty good from the three-point line. I just had to double-check to make sure it was actually Marquette that had the free-throw free discrepancy. Yeah, they were the home team. Yeah, they get all You're, the calls. You are making my point. Every time you do this, you idiot, you make my point. <laughs> Please keep texting in. We attempted 10 threes tonight. Yeah, yeah. It is concerning that Oscar only had 16 rebounds. Seems like Cal is getting out coached on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Cal doesn't have to do any coaching with Oscar. Uh, I mean, that dude's just – the machine comment from Coach K is pretty spot on. He's, I don't know. He's just a machine on the glass. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever bu- seen anybody with, like, a ball tracker in them like Chibwe with rebounds. He legitimate and like you will see a time or two where he's just like a fingertip away from and he like gets mad at him. Yeah, he does. Uh, really fun to watch. Got to keep him out of foul trouble in big games and more importantly, stay healthy. I'm a hundred percent behind the casualization of dress of college coaches and everyone for that matter. Wear what's comfortable. Stop wearing suits if that's what you like. Great, suit up. But I'll be wearing stretchy tre- waist. From here on out, baby. You would think Man, that I would have I'm texted not. that into the show. I'm, I'm very. <laughs> you would have thought that would have came from me. I'm very against it. Suits are just going to be a 20th century thing. They're done. Good. Not, not, see not, you later. Not for the Hoosiers. Only for weddings. Sad. Yeah, there's a time and place. The workday, you do not need to be dressed uncomfortably. What a dumb concept. I don't know. It kind of. It nice is crazy. To go into an office and wear a suit. Look, look at the. Like, look at the last hundred years. You remember, like, all the old-timey photos in the 20s of people, like, wearing three-piece suits and ha- and everybody's wearing hats all the time? 
Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's you know, great, that man. just turned into, like, normal suits. It's great. And then... Miss it. With, for us... And granted, it, they didn't have, like, comfortable clothes back then because the elastic wasn't really a thing. I'm sure they had... Polyester. Com- I'm sure they had comfier clothes than that. Yeah, but you still had slacks with, like, buttons and stuff, you know? Yeah, but I'm sure you had some jammy jams. <laughs> a nightgown with a nightcap. Yeah. They'll bring, bring, back, bring, bring back the nightcaps. If anybody's looking for a good Christmas gift for me, a nightcap. <laughs> Let's get to a break, shall we? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Heavens. Got away from us. It really did. More of the Thornton's text line when we return here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. We now go live to Ollie Williams in the Channel 5 traffic copter. What's the scene, Ollie? Everybody looks like ants! Wild stuff, Ralph. Off-air conversations. Yeah. That's just when you need your friends to be like, you're an idiot. You know? Like... Dude. You've lost. You've lost it. Yep. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday morning. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Uh, what's up with football? They're what? still playing it. Everybody's already just talking UK UVL. Yep. That's the reality of it. And Kentucky's going to beat New Mexico State, and people can – and Luke Fortner kind of – he brought up Chattanooga. Fair point. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should all have that in the back of our minds. New Mexico State, though, is really bad. Yeah. People oh. say maybe the worst team. Ooh, that's a post I've got to write today. Did you know they have a tree growing in their stadium? That's pretty cool. Like, just, like, through the cracks because nobody goes to the stadium. <laughs> And you see like a weed, and you're like, "Oh, look, it's a weed. Let me pull it." No, it's it's becoming a tree. It's like three, it's like two, three feet high. That's it's not good. Yeah. Which, by the way, I had one of those at the new house where it was like, "This is not a tree. This is a weed." It looked like the one that was growing out in front of the station that was like six feet tall. Still there. It's still there. Should be. Yeah. No, that's a tree at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for New Mexico State. Eco-friendly. Yeah. Uh, Darren Kennard did have some good comments yesterday, though, about, like, one of the best decisions he ever made was coming back for another year. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's just you you can't really talk too much up about the opponent. No drama, no news this week is a good thing. Yep. Maybe just focus uh, Barry and Brown, see if he's ever going to commit. Man, it's also fun to have, like, a Liam Cohen press conference. I love when Liam pushes back on questions. Oh, yeah. Tell more. I don't know what it was. It was like a very long Josh Moore question, so I'm not sure exactly what it was about. Wow, shots fired at Josh Moore. He asks long questions. That's what he does. And uh, Colin Long-ger, was just pushing back longer, on Longer than Kyle Tucker? They're close. Similar? Yeah. Kyle it was like, it Kyle- was like in, in, in Cohen's case, uh, he pushed back when Josh was like, I think everybody wanted to see some bow on Saturday, and he was like, Colin was like, you want to win every game by as many points as possible. That so is true. Yeah. Um, 
but it was a very like long way to get there. Like, hey, what's Bo been doing? We haven't seen him any. Some even, of those questions get really awkward. I ain't even heard from him. I almost forgot who Bo was. Also, uh, shout out to Lonnie, who who was debating on whether or not to ask a question because he got his teeth pulled. He got some teeth pulled. And he was like, well, I wasn't going to ask one because I wasn't sure how I'd sound. And meanwhile, he just had gauze in his mouth that he couldn't. Oh, my gosh. Was, you're it, kidding me. It was wonderful. He still asked the question. It was great. What was the question? I don't know. Couldn't, couldn't tell? Yeah. Dedication. <laughs> I was just I was so entertained by this everything that was happening that I just didn't care. <laughs> just completely tuned out. <laughs> that's that's a big J move. You gotta get the questions in, even with the gauze in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a BS move for Bob Huggins last year to throw Oscar Sheboy under the bus. He seems like the nicest kid in the world and was only at West Virginia because his guardians were boosters. Seriously. That is... And thing is, I like Bob Huggins. That was a weird move. Here's what I think happened. A quick, you're right about the boosters with West Virginia. I think Oscar, the second UK offered him, wanted to go to Kentucky. And yeah. I think he wanted to be at Kentucky really, really badly. And I think it really hurt him that his guardians would not even take him on a visit themselves. And I think he kind of bought in at West Virginia, but ultimately it just wasn't the place that he wanted to be. So it was easy for him to kind of be a little pouty. From Huggins' angle, he probably just saw kind of a guy that was quitting a little bit, using air quotes around the word quitting. So maybe that's why Huggins has the bad taste in his mouth with Oscar, but it's completely like it doesn't – Take getting to know Oscar Long to know that he's just, he just seems like a seems like a good-hearted person. So it is still kind of weird for Huggins, because even if you were disappointed with the way things ended, like you know he's a good kid. Was the story that Kentucky staff backed off Kofi Coburn because the Sheboy, or did he cut Kentucky from his list? We never got a story. We never really got an answer yeah, on that one from All- sources, um, even like a but. On the record, all off it, and just didn't. The way it was spun was Kentucky was the leader. He was going to go to Kentucky. Everything looked like it was going to be UK. Then the day before, actually, he's just going to go back to Illinois. And we're not even sure if Kentucky actually ever even reached out. He didn't play two nights ago. He was suspended. Oh, okay. Dumbest yeah, that thing. was for his – he sold he, his he, stuff he, before he, nil started. Yeah, he started nil like a week early. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um. Man, I sorry, I got distracted. Hey, no by worries, man. A really dumb news. News stations are so lazy with their graphics. Like, do tell. There's just a picture of Kyle Rittenhouse. Do you think the jury will convict Kyle Rittenhouse of murder? Question mark. I mean, like, I could have made this graphic. Everybody who is super worked up about all that stuff, you just keep eating what the media gives you. Yeah. Keep being, keep getting upset. Feeling emotional about things that don't impact your life in the slightest. Like, if you're interested from a legal standpoint, I understand. But, like, the the, the outrage on both sides. Yeah, yeah, really does. Just stop, stop doing exactly what you're sheep. Yeah, the outrage just feeds it. Um, also, I just cannot stand when, uh, what do you think at the end of a tweet? Like, that's the whole entire point is people tell you what they think. Nick, I can never hear that phrase and think of it a different way now, thanks to you. That's a marketing. It's just a marketing 
tool to get people the, to engage. The lowest I'll go on that is asking for a prediction. What's your prediction? I Which swear. is also still kind of like low hanging fruit, but like I don't know if it was Tyler, Matt, Drew, or you. I swear somebody at KSR when I was like getting the the rigmarole was like, and sometimes it's good to end articles with what are your thoughts on this or something along those oh, lines. Yeah, no, not me. Because they they said that it it provokes engagement, which theoretically, you know. Okay, you want to know what I think? I'll tell you. They don't care. Not on social media, though. On social media, people tell you what they think, no matter if you want to hear it or not. It just it just bugs me. I got a little distracted. My apologies. Hey, don't sweat it. Somebody sends in a text and says, oh, no, say it ain't so. Is anyone listening? And it's a picture from Yahoo.com, and it's an article from the Lexington Herald-Leader, though, and it says, empty seats in her upper arena are sending UK a message. Is anyone listening? So Jerry's writing stories about it now. Well, I don't know if that's a... It's a Herald later story. Yeah, but it could have been. It's it's Jerry. How do you know it's Jerry? I would wager a significant amount of money. I could see Jerry. it being John Clay. No, John Clay. Did you? Re- John Clay was coming for the haters. What it's is- it's actually. I didn't know John Clay had it in him. It's pretty hilarious. Okay, was, we're just having a lot of media talk today. I like so it. John Clay wrote a story about how things were better before Mark Stoops got here because of the line that people latched onto about. Well, why don't you take a look at that Vandy score? And John Clay had some points. Oh, actually, yeah. No, I read that this morning. (laughs) It's really funny. He's like, parking was so much easier. I'd written that down to talk about. I don't know how that went right (laughs) over my head. It's so funny. He's like, "Uh, tickets, a lot harder to come by now. It's tough. You got to pay attention to recruiting in football. (laughs) You just have to spend money on bowl games. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. It was Mark's story. I told you it wasn't. That seemed seemed beneath No, 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 no. It was John. Oh, Mark's story. Mark's story wrote the Rupp Arena one. Uh, Mark, come on. You're better than that. But Mark, Mark, I like Mark's story a lot. He's always just thought provoking. It's not yes, necessarily yes. his opinion, but he just Mark's a good dude. I really like to Mark's story tells good stories. <laughs> you know, sure. Does. And he's my favorite Kentucky basketball historian. Like the other day, I was like, I don't even know how you can count all of the Tennessee heartbreaks on one hand. I mean, there's just so many, and he's like, oh, I can't, and he just, boom, bam, 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 bam. I mean, rattled them off off the top of his head the years and all the heartbreak. He, dude knows his stuff. He's great. It is a wildly long list of heartbreaks against one. It was about a dozen stupid, since 78 stupid, he could count. Stupid yeah. team. Like, it's tough to, like – it's tough to pick which one hurts more between that and, like, the Lynn Bowden year. Probably this one because more was on the line. Stupid. Stupid. Miss face mask. Choppin and the other and one other player, I forgot his name, was out last night due to injury, according to Tom on the pregame. Well, thanks for the update. Yeah, Jacob Toppin and Lance Ware. Ain't no stopping, Jacob Toppin. Lance Ware was able to get go get some ice cream. Ooh, speaking of Jacob Toppin and his brother Obi's former school, did you know they have a top fifty recruit at Dayton? They're like uh, a six ten no. dude who blocks like five shots a game and runs the floor pretty awesome yeah didn't know that it was a it was a fun little while hey and congrats justin your hoosers got a commitment yeah you did it we did it two years away he, he's the most like indiana looking basketball player i've ever seen in my that's life. yeah i like six yeah. tall long white doofy looking yeah well candy cane pants i, I, mean, I just, worry they, they fit him like a glove i'm worried about him already just because so i watched anthony leal who's on our team now in high school, I saw I called three buzzer beaters for that kid. Oh. He doesn't he doesn't even see the floor for Indiana. 
So I, I just worry about those kids that are good in one area of their state and then come to Indiana and think they're going to make it. I hope he does, but. Justin, hate to be rude, going to quickly move on from that. Oh, that's fine. Uh, oh, you, that, great. That, that, yeah. Oh, man, so, this is great. So Rivals, Rivals.com, my former, former employer, they tweeted, can Florida State flip Kentucky offensive line commit Keontae Goodwin? And they say some guy looks into it and more in this week's recruiting rumor mill. David Lackford, friend of the show, quote tweets and says, LOL. Maybe just laughing out loud at the idea. There is a video also good when just throwing around somebody in a training session like a rag doll. Maybe he's laughing at that. Right. Big Dog responds to Lackford's tweet. LOL. <laughs> he says, LOL, right? <laughs> it's kind of like staking your, your territory. Yeah. Man. Well, good. Glad they're still confident. You, you, need, to, you need to get that guy signed. Get the drama out of the just way. Just love the simple LOL. Goes a long way, right? That's going on the KSR Facebook page. Texter on that's big for Lackford. How about that? Bless you, Justin. Bless you. Oh my goodness! Is oh, that four, five whoa. sneezes in a row. My goodness gracious! That's low for me. Because you don't take allergy pills. That's right. I thought it frosted. I didn't need to anymore. No. Well, weather's changing. Around. I don't want to do it year-round. The fan stuff with Allen is going to be nothing compared to what we will see if Reed Shepard comes to UK and doesn't get playing time right away. Oh, yeah. I don't doubt that. I do wonder, though, if it if anything can ever top the Richie. You know, is Richie going to play? We'll find out with Reed Shepard. Yeah. Now, we, didn't, we didn't get to, it to is, live the Richie. Right, right. And also, it wasn't on the internet at the time, so it wasn't as there wasn't as much... Reed Shepard's going to be bonkers. Yeah. Let's just hope he's good. Let's hope he's good enough to play right away, and then we can all – we won't have to – it won't have to be a thing. Not a hater, but Matt Jones opened his Monday show after we lost in the last year's SEC tourney with a rant saying Cal was mad at the fan base for questioning him and was taking that anger out on Dante Allen by not playing him. He accused Cal of being a second grader and then never mentioned it again. He won't answer texts or tweets about it. Can you please ask him if he really believes that nonsense and report back to us, Nick? I'm good. <laughs> big, there was a I – think, I think things are better now. Big fallout between those two, supposedly. I think they're good now, though. I, I think he's been on the show since then, maybe. He has. Yeah. Hasn't been on our show. Oh, Cal, care to, care to come on? That second grader. Yeah, and I mean, also, it was a long, I, think, it was long... I think people also get reserve the right to act a little irrational after, like the the day after last season, because it was a disaster. It was my only thing with March last year, and you're right, and and we 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 dealt with it, we faced it, we went through it as fans ourselves. But the the thing from last year, like what 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 were where were you at in March? Shouldn't that shouldn't you have been over it by February? Like, why were you still allowing it to to hurt you in it, March? And, and that, because it's March, though. That, that's it's when we're spo- usually gearing up, and all the games are happening, and it sucked not being a part of it. it Imagine did. being Louisville. When was the last time they got to do anything fun in March? Where they haven't won a tournament game Is since seventeen. They haven't been to the second weekend since fifteen. At least they've gone. Yeah, Justin, what's it like? 
And I, I, I get know. it, especially coming off a pandemic and just wanting, just needing good, happy things and yeah. all that stuff. But I, by March, while I was, we were having fun with it and hoping that things could, maybe there was going to be a Cinderella run because that's what March is all about. Nobody was surprised with how everything just went. Nobody. If you were, you weren't paying attention enough during the season. Dante Allen couldn't guard Roush. He could, on the other hand, guard TJ. Oh, wow. Is that Perrin Johnson on the text line? I don't know where this notion is that I'm not a pretty solid basketball player. Came from Johnny, for what it's worth. (laughs) Oh, coming from him. Johnny, if he actually ever, like, played more back in, you know, he's too old now, obviously, like 35. Way too old. Oh, wow. But That's very old. It's crazy. But uh, How'd you get so old, Johnny? It's wild, I know. But back when he was, like, in his 20s, if he ever actually played more, he was it's like a little severe wheeler. He's just all the places. He's just annoying. Kind of pesty. Texter, TJ and Justin versus Roush and Trevor and B-Ball. Who wins? Roush and Trevor. No, they don't. Who the hell? Which one of us is guarding Tre- Trevor? Trevor is getting hurt. Yeah. He's falling down and he's getting hurt, and then it's two on one. But hypothetically, Trevor gets the ball in the post. Who's stopping him? He's can't. I'm not. I'm not gonna let Trevor back. But you like he's, Trevor can like back down, like the physical act of backing someone down. I think he's kind of. I think you're giving boy. his athleticism a little too much credit. But yeah, well, the he thing fell down, he fell down. Ball. He almost broke his neck trying to kick. So the thing ball. about it is, he's what six three. Nick, you're what six six. Yeah, we're right. what TJ. Six foot, maybe. I play. I play, five, I play a big six foot. I, I play do, a big six foot. I play a small five six. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> you, who's who's Trevor guarding? Look at it that way. That's true. Yeah. Can you shoot? I can shoot. All right. Yeah. Well, it's just open season. <laughs> We're dominating. Don't back down from this, Justin. Even if we do lose, you can't the, back the, down from it. See, and really, like I'm in terrible shape right now too. So the games never be, happen like, in either. The games never happen in either. So you can just make stuff up and be confident about that's it. That's true. Unpopular opinion, Keon Brooks Jr. is a liability on the floor. His defense is lackluster at best, and his newfound three-point shot doesn't outweigh his defense. Please prove me wrong because I want to like this kid. I think it's a weird game to criticize him because he rebounded really well, he played more aggressively, and he finished inside more than he normally does, which is a sign he should do more of that. He was much more aggressive. That being said, his defense is really disappointing for a junior. Yeah. Like, you you take long strides, you have good length, how are you still just letting everybody get around you with ease and you're still not blocking shots like you should be? So I agree with you there. But he had a good game last night. I like that from Keon Brooks. I'll take that each and every night. TC from Lexington here, boys. First game with the little one was a success. Got the ice cream, and she got mints to wave at her. So hey. the rest of the game, it was go mints, regardless of which team had the ball. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Got to love it. Don't you know if you guys – can get pictures, but here's one since I don't have Facebook to post on the roll call page. Oh, great picture, TC. Thanks for sending it. That's a really cute picture. Question for TC though: Where's your where's your UK stuff? He's he got may... a UK shirt on. Is that a? It's like a retro UK shirt. Yeah, okay. don't question TC from Lexington. Okay, just making sure. That's what it's all about, TC. Taking the daughter, but there's not enough people there. Well, TC from Lexington was there with his daughter, and they had a blast. Roush, what the hell are these ads on 11 personnel? <laughs> Apparently they were in Spanish yesterday. It's great. <laughs> they were? Yeah. It's hilarious. Can you go back and hear them in Spanish? <laughs> like, Can we play them? Like, well, we can, yeah. We could play them right well, now. If, I, and maybe we don't know uh, if we have here, enough time here, today. Peel back this curtain. I just click the button, insert ad, and it just puts the software puts whatever the software puts on there. So, you know, that's 
Uh, I Don't think, blame Roush is what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, which I think Spanish makes it even funnier. Like, <laughs> I, it would actually make me want to listen to it more. Like, Spanish, what do you I think they're selling? <laughs> John texts in. John here. Good morning, fellows. Cats and Aces get victories last night. Let's go. I believe Oscar will pass single-season rebound record. Hey, it is a big deal if you're knowingly driving around town with someone drunk, especially if you're letting them drive. It's all fun and games till they hit somebody and there's a life loss. Coach K, get your dumpster fire under control. Hey, good luck, Dallas fan. Both teams will need their A-plus game to get the victory. We'll got to go talk to you later. Don't buy that about the A-plus game. Green Bay nearly played like a D- D game and one at Kansas city. So not buying that John. And secondly, I don't think it's the passenger's responsibility to have to breathalyze the driver. That's a personal opinion. That being said in a perfect world, yes, you should do your, you know, you shouldn't yeah. be getting in the car with somebody that's drunk, but it's not their responsibility if they slightly blow over the legal yeah, limit it was, for the passenger to get booked with them. It was 0.08. So like that was, well, he was under 21. Right, right, right. Like, but like was if he? this was a normal, yeah, I saw where he was 20. So, yes, he was underage, but, like, he was right on the line. It's not like we're getting somebody who's, you know, drank a fifth. and is. That being said, you, know. you shouldn't do that. And right, you definitely, right. if you're under 21, shouldn't be drinking and driving, and you really shouldn't be drinking and driving much at all. But I don't think the passenger – that's just a personal opinion, John, and you shouldn't care so much about mine. Uh, Vince Tyree went to U.K. His time in Louisville is mm. – What's that word? <laughs> they messed up something. Is the Psy- PSYOP controlled by the UK administration? Everything he does is done only if it benefits UK in the long run. Brilliant. Are you looking for Cyclops? No. no. I, I, I'm not sure what that word is. <laughs> P-S-Y-O-P. Uh, it, it means to induce or reinforce behavior favor- favorable to a nation's objectives. So that's a real word. Oh, uh, wow. it popped up in Urban Dictionary. Mm. Mm. Don't know if that's a real word, though. Interesting. Oh. oh, it's okay. I got it in the real one. Oh, okay, good. Military actions designed to influence the perceptions, attitudes. Eh, cool. Thanks for the new word lesson, no Texas. PSYOP is this Texas word of the day. Yeah, PSYOP, Vince Tyree. Chris Hatfield owns real estate in your head. What did he do? Yeah, I don't know. What did he do? Figure if he owned it, I would be well aware of it. Did he have a funny tweet? I don't think so. Man, that guy tweets a lot. An awful lot. Does he? Yeah. Don't don't know if anybody's opinions are worth sharing that much. Oh well. Seems nice enough guy. Uh, another text says this text is for Roush and his Xbox and all all others it applies to. If you care what the coach is wearing, you're a loser. <laughs> Yeah, you really are. No, nope. you, you really got to get are. him back to swaggy cow. That get go- the suits that goes, on. That goes with so much in life. If you care about what other people are doing. Got it. Bring the suits back. Suit up. How long ago did I work for KSR? I think I left in 2019, 2018, 2019, 2018. I don't know. Pretty good while. Well. Skipped one. I'm confused. Isn't it a good sign that UK only shoots seven free throws and attempts? <laughs> Only 10 free throws and still wins by 25. Yeah, but you should shoot more free throws is the point. I think like, he meant threes on the 10. Only shoot seven free throws and attempts, only that, 10 free throws. That can be a good sign. It can be a ba- can be whatever you want it to be. I was happy with last night. 
no major complaints for me. But that was a really sweet basketball breakdown there in hour one. Another text says, Nick taking up for his boss. Yeah, uh, well, I'm sure all of you all want to get into confrontational arguments with your boss. Everybody be nice. Okay? Yeah. You hear me? ELE. Everybody love everybody. Yeah. Kentucky Roll Call is a place of making fun of us. Yeah. And then we make fun of you all. We've had pretty good shows this week, all in all. I agree. Yeah. What's on the docket for tomorrow? Uh, Survivor? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's going to be a late night. Okay. Hoosier's tipping off at 9, and i got to watch Survivor after. Dude. Oh, do we have any other Survivor games starts at 8, Justin. That's true, but I'll be at work. So I have to watch Survivor after the game. Oh, no, we forgot to talk about the playoff rankings. <laughs> they stayed the same. Everybody have a great Wednesday. Go out there and have a good day. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big oh, X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Caleb. Oh,